0: I'm Jake Thompson, and this is the Better Than Yesterday podcast. What is up? We are kicking off the very first episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm Jake Thompson. I'm the Chief Encouragement Officer here at Compete Every Day, and I'm excited that you are here this week. My very first guest is in longtime friend Don Fletcher of Mentality Wad and Fletcher Fitness. Don and I got to know each other in 2011, actually, before that through Twitter, and then met in 2011 at the CrossFit Games at a brand called SickFit when they had a meetup on site at the Games. Don and I have been friends ever since, and I love the amount of work that she does in both physical training preparation, and mental training preparation she does with her athletes. And so today we dive into mental toughness and talking about what it takes to develop mental toughness, not only from an athlete perspective, but from a day-to-day, take-on-everything-life-throws-at-you perspective. I'm excited that you're here for the first episode. Let's welcome in Dawn. Welcome back to another episode of Better Than Yesterday. I am joined today by Don Fletcher of Fletcher Fitness and Mentality Wide. Don, how are you? Good, Jake. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we go way back to the 2011 CrossFit Games, if not before. I think we connected on Twitter uh, right after I kind of started the compete every day profile and, and playing around, trying to figure it out and. I'll never forget at the SickFit meetup, you walked up, introduced yourself, we started talking, and you pointed out my wristbands were on the wrong way uh, because I had them where I could read them face toward me, and you made the comment that you need to have your wristbands faced out so people seeing it could read it uh, since you already compete, and and they need to. Um, So it's been fun. I've loved getting to know you and see your journey over the last... Oh, five years, uh, man. Time flies, and so let's dive in a little bit. Tell a little bit about what Fletcher Fitness is, what Mentality Watt is, um, and who you are living in San Diego and rocking life.
1: <laughs> what an intro. Uh, so yeah, I guess I met you the same time that I was, you know, starting off on my own and and trying to do what I felt was. Kind of my calling which was help people really improve from within, improve their mindsets and and help them perform better. Um, so I you know, I started mentality wad about three years ago and before that I was a, a fitness coach helping people in CrossFit and General Strength and Conditioning and really found that the, the piece that most people were missing and the piece that most people weren't training was Was their mindset. And I thought that that was for me, that that was the most intriguing aspect and something that I really knew would take, would help people get to the next level, whether it's in training or in life. And it was time for me to start to put all my ideas in one place. And that's when I started MentalityWide.com.
0: That's awesome. So was it just while you were training individuals, were you reading books on things and starting to see kind of the the missing piece or was it just kind of one specific instance or interaction with an athlete that kind of made the the light go on? You're like, this is what they need. They have the physical strengths. They have everything except this mental fortitude that they need to win.
1: Yeah, actually, I started – really becoming intrigued in sports psychology, even in junior high. And I forget, you know, I, I remember I had somebody, an athletic director speak to my basketball team at the time on some aspect of team cohesion and the mental aspect. And I was like, yeah, this is so cool. So I remember for a very long time being intrigued in the psychological aspects of, you know, performance and fitness. And so I, I went off to college to study psychology. And after that, Became a personal trainer, so I had that you know the combination of training people in the physical aspect with the passion for psychology, and just continued to try to find ways to blend those two passions together. And when I stumbled upon CrossFit in 2008, it was like this perfect storm. It was just like, oh god, CrossFitters need this, and I got to pursue this even more. And that's when I really jumped into getting all of my CrossFit certifications and strength and conditioning certification, and and started to figure out how to blend both of those passions, you know, psychology and and fitness and performance.
0: That's awesome. So do you train, you train athletes all over the U.S., all over the world, not just there in San Diego, correct?
1: Right. Um, Once I put most of my business online, it enabled me to, you know, Skype call people or chat with people, and share my products and, and coaching with people all over the world, which has been so cool the past couple of years because I'm not limited now by location, and this is, helps me still be able to create relationships with people, um, but also you know doesn't doesn't limit the athlete or myself in any way.
0: That's great. So tell me a little bit about kind of I guess your school of thought when it comes to mental training. You know I I loved uh, Mind Gym. Uh, I actually just finished reading. Uh, on my honeymoon, I read Resilience by Eric Greitens, about uh, by Navy SEAL, and then Tim Grover's Relentless, which is all about kind of that mental strength. And they're all very different in how they approach uh, mental fortitude, mental preparation for not only sport but life. Do you have a specific school or individual that you kind of subscribe to or, or thought process, or is it something that you've taken bits and pieces from? multiple groups and started to refine into your own voice
1: yeah absolutely i've i've i continue to like evolve my thinking and try to push the way that i um teach you know these topics but i've definitely taken bits and pieces from what i've learned over the years and then combined with just my own experience um and just try to define like what is mental strength what is mental toughness and i feel like i I've put a different spin on that over the years because I think a lot of us um, have grown up thinking, you know, mental toughness is all just about pushing through anything no matter what. And I think with a little bit of maturation and, you know, experience, you start to learn that maybe that's not always the best idea. You know, how can I st- continue to persevere through challenges but also maintain a healthy mindset and healthy relationships and a healthy balance in my life? So I try to merge those two components you know yes persevere yes push through tough times but also keep the perspective of of um positivity in your life and health in your life and how can you do both of those you know it's not one or the other which i think we get in the in the habit of thinking it's both
0: i love that and that's very Uh, common. (laughs) no no it does and and that's kind of common like the there's a way to still be positive and pushing through circumstances and, and versus kind of understanding the, the larger scheme of things. And I think you know the two books I referenced were so completely different in their approach where Tim Grover with Relentless, you think about Jordan, and it's like you're going to go hard and you're going to kill and take no prisoners. And Eric Greeton's Resilience book is more about just developing the daily mindset to get back up and to keep going kind of throughout that situation. And it's not, um, I'm going to take everyone else out to get to my point, uh, but it, it's the same like mental strength to keep rising from setbacks. And, and that was obviously when we first talked. One of the reasons I wanted to get you on is the whole idea of compete every day is rising from failure and, and turning those setbacks into setups for comebacks and victories later. And how do you maintain and, or how do you develop A mindset that's going to allow you to rise uh, from failure after failure and and why do you see the successful ones are the individuals that have overcome so much how are they able to do that Um, because so many times we get stuck in a situation or against an obstacle and we feel like a our, our situations impossible but B we don't we lose sight of the larger picture and we start to focus on just what's immediately in front of us and almost many times it paralyzes us with with kind of fear. And so, I know one of your current things and recent releases was an ebook on building mental strength. Um, with you know, it's got a more focus on the fitness space. But I'd love to kind of talk about just overview a little bit about it um, and kind of your approaches for individuals that may struggle with that. They see adversity, they shell up a little bit. Um, they're not able to keep advancing or to, to rise from that setback. How you Teach or approach that individual to kind of take that first step.
1: Yeah, and I, I I agree totally with what you were saying about seeing a setback as a setup. You know, the first thing that we can do is change our perceptions of something. So instead of calling you know looking at something as a failure or as you know a mistake or a setback, we can just look at that as a stepping stone. You know, a stepping stone to help us really. Um, look into ourselves to see if, if this is something that we really want. And so that's, you know, that's the first step. Like you were just saying, just changing your perception on when we come up against adversity, like that that's actually a good thing. You know, it's not something to run away from or to be um, afraid of. It's something that's clarifying our vision. You know, it's something that can help us stepping stone to the next to the next goal that we have. And so just looking at... At that adversity and and a little more positive perspective and really gaining understanding for that's a positive thing you know anytime we come up against anytime we come up against a challenge or an obstacle it, it can be positive and we can start by really understanding our understanding our situations in a different
0: light. I love that you know we I actually had the, the opportunity last night I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it but Eddie the Eagle uh, it's about the British. Uh, ski long jumper, and my mom was in town, took her to see it, but it's about this guy that was always told he was not good enough, not athletic enough, he was not from uh, the right economic class uh, to be involved, and it was all about the 1988 Olympics, and the quote that was kind of echoed throughout was a quote by one of the, I don't know if it was a, a member of the Olympic Committee or what, but that the goal was not to win, but to participate, and similar to life the goal is not always the victory but the struggle is what's important and and finding that resolve and strength to do that. And in your approaches, right. do you take the same approach with an athlete focusing on a sport as you might someone you're also, say, training with Fletcher Fitness uh, that's maybe having problems in an area of life trying to overcome a certain obstacle? Is it the same approach? Is it different? Yeah,
1: it, it really is a lot the same, you know, it's about about looking at those obstacles as opportunities to, to remind ourselves, why are we doing this anyway? And every time we come up against an obstacle, we can look at it as an opportunity, you know, is there an opportunity here for me to step back a little bit and reassess where I am? Is there an opportunity here for me to dig deeper into why am I doing this anyways? Is there an opportunity here for me to reach out to other people in my support system to get them involved in my goal and in my journey? You know, so obstacle equals opportunity and then finding the opportunity. There is always one in every situation, no matter how terrible it is. And if the better we are at finding that, the better we'll, we'll be at, like you said, whether it's training or life, relationships, anything.
0: Spot on. So Laird Hamilton, famous Pro surfer is always known for a line, don't let your worst enemy live between your ears. Um, one I know you're quite <laughs> familiar with, the quote. And and obviously living in lovely San Diego where people love to surf and things we just don't get to enjoy in Texas. <laughs> let me ask you this. All of us have our own kind of inner critics that sometimes tell us we're not qualified enough, we're not good enough. We're, you know There's other people out there that are better suited for what we're trying to do. I know... You know, I've experienced that, and and I'm curious, when you first started your coaching business, did you experience that? And and do you have any daily rituals or habits uh, that you still maintain that help you silence that voice or press forward when you hear that kind of negative doubt um, that you're not qualified for this, you're not good enough, there's other people better, when you know you are? Um, But kind of what do you do on a day-to-day basis to keep being the best that you can for your clients and, and not allowing those negative voices to kind of stop you?
1: Right. I To start with the first question, basically, yes, I do have those thoughts, and we all do. Um, but the practice is what I've finally started to learn, and I do have to keep practicing every single day. It's not that either you have it or you don't. You know, it's a practice, and I remind people of that, that no one, has, no one has it all figured out. We're all still figuring it out. But to start to be kind to those voices in your head, like, hey, you know, it's okay to be thinking and feeling some of those things, but they don't have to uh, be what controls us. And so the first thing that, you know, we can do and the first thing that I've tried to practice is like, yeah, I have some fear, some anxiety, some stress, whatever, but it's okay. It is okay. That's because I care about what I'm doing. It's important to me. I'm passionate about it. So beginning to accept those feelings instead of trying to block them out, push them away, um, or think that you can't go forward because you because you have them. That's great. Yeah. Um, so again, that's a daily practice, you know, just trying to understand, like, yeah, it is okay to be having those thoughts and fears and worries and concerns, but it's not okay to not do what I want to do or what I'm, I love to do because of them. I can go forward and have them, you know, come along too.
0: <laughs> do you have any daily habits or rituals or maybe it's reading, maybe it's quiet meditation, something that you do six days a week, seven days a week, um... That help you as far as maintain your current mental strength or just build on what you're doing. Is it, you know, taking on a, a fear once a month or something along those lines that help you continue to stay sharp?
1: Yeah, I do all sorts of stuff. <laughs> um, you know, on one end, it's it's developing that relaxed, calm, composed mindset. On the other end, it's attacking fears and. Um, overcoming challenges and putting yourself in situations where you're going to be uncomfortable and to me it's finding finding the balance of both of those um, practices so yes daily I spend time in what people would call meditation or prayer reading um, listening to podcasts I spend at least 30 minutes to an hour a day with just mind-wandering time laying out in nature like staring at the trees type of thing so that's like so one end of it and then the other side is hey trying to put myself in situations where i'm going to be uncomfortable whether that's physically or mentally and understand that each time that there's a little bit of discomfort there's again the opportunity for me to say i, I don't want to be controlled by the discomfort i want to continue to find ways to navigate
0: and go forward um in spite of it that's awesome i heard yesterday on a tim Ferriss podcast the guy he was, that was actually interviewing Tim talked about he was always late to events because he was scared of uh, just showing up early and having nothing to talk about and standing there and that people were yeah. judging him. And so he he picked a, a, something that would force him out of his comfort zone. And, and once a week, uh, he would go somewhere and get there 30 minutes early and just stand there, like force himself to be there awesome. and be uncomfortable and get used to that feeling of being uncomfortable. Whereas now he's like, I'm never late, like I'm always on time or a little bit early and it's not an issue. And so um, I love hearing that you do things like that. Um, I love seeing all your posts when you're out and about, nature, hiking, uh, doing all of that fun stuff just to get out uh, and give yourself kind of a fresh look and perspective and and also stay sharp. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, no, Dawn. So I have loved this. Um, I love... Everything that you're about, we obviously share a ton of that. Everybody listening will be linking to Mentality Wide for you to check out. Uh, answer me this. I, I'm quite intrigued of what you currently compete for, um, what's driving you to be the best you can for your clients, uh, and the people that you train and coach and work for um, in your life. I love
1: this question. Um I feel like the, the answer for me is competing for God and the gifts that I feel like have been placed in my heart so that I can best share them and influence others. You know, each day the, the goal when I wake up is to make an impact and might be small, might be big, but if I continue on that path at the end of the day, I can go to sleep and feel really fulfilled.
0: I love that. I love that. Don, how can everyone find you, connect with you online? I know you're all over social media, but tell them where they can find you.
1: Yeah. So I would love to check me out at mentalitywad.com and mentalitywad on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if anyone has a question or something they'd like some insight on, I'm always available through email at dawn at mentalitywad.com.
0: Super. And we'll be linking to all those in the show notes as well as I highly recommend everyone to check out her recent ebook, Building Mental Strength. I think you're going to get a ton of value from that, uh, especially everyone that is training for something, whether in sport or in life. Don, thank you incredibly for joining us.
1: Love it, Jake. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday Podcast. To contact the show, email us at podcast at To find resources and valuable content that'll help you better compete for your life, be sure to visit better than We're excited to have you part of the community, and we're excited to see you again next episode.